Shabbat Tav Kuf Lamed Vav. The last thing we were discussing was uh, yeah, Yelid Bait and Aved getting a Brit Milah. In some cases, at you could even have it as early as the, the day he was born. And in some cases, he has to wait till he's eight days old. And we said it all depends uh, when he bought him or how uh, he bought his mother and the Shem what. And then we ended off with the Braita that we could only do a Brit Milan Shabbat for a baby that is not a Nefel. That means he's not, uh, he's not going to automatically die. And the way we could find out is if he lives past 30 days. So then we asked him, how do we do a Brit Milan for any child? There's a chance that every child could pass away before uh, one month old. And the Gemara answers, well, we'd give him a Brit Milan one way or another. Either he's considered a Ben Kama because he's going to live, and if not, then you just cut regular piece of meat. You just cut, it's like cutting a piece of paper, you didn't do anything. So with that, we are starting Kufla Medvav Amud Aleph, four lines in, where it says Ve'ela, uh, the second word on the fourth line. Ve'ela Hadetanya, we learned before. Safek Ben Shiva, Safek Ben Shimonah, and Mahalina Alav Eta Shabbat. A child, we're not sure was he born in the 7th or 8th month of his mother's uh, pregnancy. We are not mehalil uh, on him in the Shabbat because there's a chance he's going to die. Now, am I? Now, why? We should give him a brit milah one way or another. If he's, if he's uh, a 7 month old, Shapir Kamahil. It's like cutting. It's like cutting any regular piece of meat. It's like a dead piece of meat. What's the difference? So give him brit milah. The Gemara answers: Amar Amor Bere de Rabina Ana Verav Nehomi Bazecharia Targim. And we both explained. Mimihil Hachi Nami Mehalina. Yeah, we give him a brit milah. Lo Nitzrecha Ela Lemachshire Milah. No, we give the child the Brit Milah. We just don't do anything uh, to prepare for his Brit Milah, like, uh, according to Rabbi Eliezer. So the bris itself is not a problem, but to make or create that knife or to bring it from somewhere else is a problem. And again, we're going according to Rabbi Eliezer. Amar What Rav Adabarava said that the nephil is considered dead. And then if anyone cut a nefil, he's, it's like cutting a regular piece of meat, is a machloket anaim. Why it says, An animal dies, it's not shachted, it's considered nevela, and someone touches it, yirtame, until the, the, the night time. Now what does that mean, lochla? Lhavi ben shemona she'en shechitato metarato. A baby animal that is born in the eighth month, even if you shakted it, is not it does not become tahor. It's still considered a nevela. No, even if it's uh, eight month, it was born in the eighth month. Uh, if you give it a shchita, it's not a nevela anymore. It does not. It doesn't give any tumah. My love, behakam flege. Aren't they, aren't they arguing the same thing as over here? That the more savar, high more savar mehetu. According to the B.O.C. Bariyudan, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, they hold that the nephil is considered a living uh, creature, and therefore uh, the shechita in this type of case will uh, make it uh, tahor, and it's not ta- and it's not anymore. And uh, Tanakama felt that he's uh, he's uh, that the nephil is someone who's dead. And therefore, the shechita doesn't help. And the uh, same idea over here. This uh, animal is considered a nevela, no matter what you do. If they're already discussing Tuman Tahara, 
then they discuss uh, eating it. Uh, if the shechting even helps uh, me uh, me being able to eat it. Ela de kule alma met. You have to say everyone holds it's a, it's a, the nefil is considered met, and the shechita does not allow you to eat it. Verbi Yosiv, verbi Uda, verbi Lazar, verbi Shimon, Savre. They both hold that the nefil is like a ketrefa. It's like a terefa, like an animal is sick. Terefa, lav, afal gav de metahi. Terefa is going to die within a year, anyways. Shkitata metahata. If you shakted, at least it's not metame tumat nevela. Hachana, miloshana. Same thing over here, that this nifel, even though he's considered like a met, the shkita is metaherim. Verabanan, lodamil terefa. Rabanan, they argue and they hold that the shkita of the nifel does not make him tahor. They hold it's not. He's not like a trefa. Trefa haitala shata kosher. Trefa at one point or another was good. Hailo haitala shata kosher. This animal that was born uh, that was born in the eighth month was never kosher. Never had the time to be kosher. Vechitema trefa mibet. And if you want to bring up the case of a ch- of a animal that was already born a trefa from the second it came out of the stomach, ma'ikalimimal. What would you say in that type of case? I would answer you, Over there, at least there's other uh, trefot that will, in this type of case that uh, get shakted. But over here by the nefil, uh, there's no nefil that gets shakted and it becomes tahor. So now the Gemara going back to Rabban Shimon ben Gamaliel's original statement that a child with, uh, within 30 days might be a nefil and an uh, animal within 8 days might be considered a nefil. Do the rabbis argue on Rabban Shemom Gamil and say that within eight days of this animal's life, he is not a Safek Nefil, he's and he would be allowed to be eaten with the Shahita, or they don't argue on him. Imtim Silomar Pligan. If you want to tell me that they're arguing, the Shela is Halakha Kemoto or in Halakha Kemoto, the Halakha Rabban Shemom Gamil or not. The Gemara brings a proof from a Brayta Tashema. Eigel should not allowed be Yom Tov. Shochatino to be Yom Tov. If Eigel is born on Yom Tov, you're allowed to shachat on Yom Tov. So you see that you're allowed to shachat within eight days. The Gemara pushes back. Wait, no. Hacha be Mayasekin. And what are we dealing over here? The Kim the Begavesh Kalu Chodeshav. I know that it's a full-term baby. It was born uh, nine months in. Okay, so the Gemara tries to bring another proof. Tashema veShavin sheim no allowed whom umarimo shezemina muhan. Both Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon agree that if an animal is already born with a blemish, with a wound on it, I'm allowed to call a Kohen to come look at it on Yom Tov, because it's already it's considered like as if it's already prepared to be eaten. And I could bring a Kohen to come look at it and be matir to be shechted on Yom Tov. And bottom line is that you see you're allowed to eat an animal that was born today. The Gemara pushes back. Okay, yeah, Hachanami shekalu lo hadashav. You could also say over here is talking about the case of a bechor that is a full-term baby. So again, the Gemara Tashema. The Amav Yudam Mashmuel Halacha Karaban Shemom Gamliel. And when we say Halacha, Michlal Leplegeit sounds like Karaban argue. Shema Mina. You see that Hachamim argue on Karaban Shemom Gamliel, but the Halacha is like Karaban Shemom Gamliel. Now, Abaye trying to explain everything a little bit. He's trying to explain the mahlokat Rabban Shimon Gamliel and Hachamim. Amar Abaye nafal min agag. If a, if a child within 30 days falls off a roof or a chalo, a ri, or a lion, eats a divrea called hai, he's considered a hai, meaning he's not a nefel, since we, we didn't see anything else uh, cause him to die. It wasn't, you know, it, it was, he died from something that any other child would die from. Keep where's the mahlokit? Shepihek umet. 
he uh, sneezed, he yawned and died. So this uh, child showed a little bit of uh, form, uh, sign of life. Mor Savar Hayu Hachamim felt he's considered, no, he was alive. Omor Savar, Rabban Shimon Gamel, who that wasn't good enough, and he's considered Metu. Now they might have come in. A bottom line is, what's the real difference if he's a high or an Ephil? Diftor min Hayibum. If he's considered a live child, then his mother doesn't have to do Yibum. But if he was considered a dead child, then his mother still has to do Yibum with the uncle. Like Maz asking if he fell off the roof or a lion ate him, everyone is considers him a high. There was a case over there. They came to the house of Ravi Dibaravin. He made them a calf that was the, the third uh, child to its mother. And it was the seventh day of when the calf, that uh, calf was born. And Rav Papa Rav Hunad told him, if you were to wait until the night, it would have been the eighth day of Akhlin and Mineh. Then I would have ate from that calf. Now I'm not eating from it. Meaning, even though it died from a shahita, it's still a surah I'm not eating it. And that goes against Abaya, who was Matirat. You have to say that in the case where the child uh, yawned and died, everyone agrees that he's considered a met, he's a nephil, he's not a high keeper. Guess where's the machlokat ari. He fell off the roof, he was eaten by a lion. More savar metur, a bunch of hold, he was a met. More savar hachamim hold, haihum. Bered rav dimi bar Yosef, the son of dimi bar Yosef, it's a didle hawi and uka, had a child born. Begot latin yomin shachiv, and within 30 days he died. Yativ kamita bela davai. So he sat there, he's doing a regular shiva velut. Amar le abu his father told him, Tzav runita kabait lemechal, you just want to eat uh, the food of uh, avedim? Meaning it's a safek, maybe he was a nifel, and uh, you don't have to sit the uh, shiva for, for a nifel. I know for a fact that he was born in the ninth month, and uh, after nine months, a full-term pregnancy, and that's why I'm sitting Shiva. And Rav uh, went to the house of Kahana, and there was a child who died within 30 days. So Rav Asher saw Rav Kahana sitting Shiva on a child uh, that's uh, that's less than 30 days old. You don't hold what uh, like what a child that was an only child to its father. And we're talking about a case where the father died, let's say, on day two, and on and two weeks later the son dies. So now what was exactly the case? Met So the child died within 30 days, and now he's a safek nefel. And then she goes and she's mitkadesh. So the husband dies, that means she's not hayav in yibum and halitza. Then the child dies within less than 30 days. So he's a nephil. He's considered like he was never alive. Amaravina Meshemed Rava. Im Eshet Israel hi Holetzet. 
if she's an eshet Israel, then let her go get, you know, let her do a halitza, and she can marry this guy. Vim eshet koheni. If she's marrying, if she's the new person she's marrying is a kohen and a halitza, don't let her do a halitza. Verav sheravia mishamed rava amar hadzo v'hadzo halitzat. In both cases, they do a halitza because the halacha is like a bunch of momegam that we're worried that maybe this child is an uh, nephil. In the in the uh, at night, Rava told us that even the wife of a kohen does a halitza. Let's and in the morning he went back on his word. She doesn't need a halitza. All of a sudden you allowed this uh, wife of a kohen to marry without getting a halitza, and you went against a bunch of momegam neil. You'll be matir halev. Meaning to say, there's no reason to be matir such a case, and uh, you should also be matir. And he's cursing them that you should also be matir halev, which was there's no way to be matir such a thing either. Now Tosafot right away asks, what's the story with if she's marrying a kohen, she shouldn't get a halitza? Let her get a halitza, anyways. Everyone, she's probably a safek halutza, and a safek halutza is allowed to marry a kohen. And yeah, Tosafot answers. Since we could be matir her without the halitza and make her look like lechatchila, that's the route we're going to go. And then Tosafos mechadesh that even though we see from the Gemara the halachas like Rabban Shimon megamliel dafka and an eshet Israel, not eshet kohen by eshet kohen, we're going to go by uh, by hachamim. It's very interesting. Now we're going back to the Mishnah. Rabbi Uda matir an androginus who has both male and female parts. Rabbi Uda allows that read on Shabbat. Amar of Shezve, Amar of Hasda, Lo lakol Amar Rabbi Yudah androginu zacharu. Not in every case did Rabbi Yudah call androginus a vaday, a male, for sure a male. She'im ata omer ken, because if you want to call him an outright male in all areas of halakha, ba'arachin ya'arech. If someone said, um, I'm going to donate the worth of this uh, androginus, uh, to the Beit HaMikdash, he should pay whatever a male is. And, and, and the truth is, we know that he doesn't even get estimated. We don't look at him. Why? How do we know that we don't uh, estimate this androgynous? And we don't have to pay anything if he said that. It says, uh, And what do we learn from the extra? Hey, that a person who, who says, I want to donate whatever to him or androgynous is worth it. You don't have to give anything. So maybe he's not a man, maybe he's like a female. From that extra hey, hazachar, we know. Zachar vadai, nekeva vadait. They have to be for sure male, for sure female in order to, 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 to donate. Velo tumtum vandroginus, and not the tumtum androginus. Now, what's the issue? Ustam sifra, rabbi Yehuda. And a stam brayta in the Torah Kohanim is according to Rabbi Yehuda. And you see, according to Rabbi Yehuda, he's not a, a zachar. So when Rabbi Yehuda was matir the Brit Milah of an androgynous on Shabbat, but just just for that halacha, not for every other halacha. Amar Nachman by Itzhak Afanana We also have a limud that uh, androgynous is not a zachar uh, in every case according to Rabbi Yehuda. Because we learned that Kadesh, anyone can be uh, to can make the mechatat, the, the water of the para aduma. Um, uh, anyone can make it kadosh. Chutz mecharesh shoteh bekatan. Rabbi Yehuda machshir bekatan uposel, but he's posel beisha bedroginus. Shema minas. You see, the androginus is not a zachar in this case. Omaishana mila. So why is mila different? 
The answer is Mishum Dichtiv Himolachem Kozachar. It says Kol even in Droginus. We will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.